Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. It is National Poop Day. <laughs> uh, it is day after Super Bowl. True. So Very true. Not shocking. <laughs> so, of course, uh, online we're uh, celebrating the pooping. We all poop. We have to. If you don't, you'll explode. Um, when asked about pooping stats, um, almost half of us will only poop with other people around if it's an emergency. Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't know who really enjoys the communal poop. No, this is why I don't like staying over at anybody's home. Right. If you're if you're in one location for twelve plus hours, at some point within those twelve hours, you're gonna have to poop. Mm-hmm. And I want to poop at home. <laughs> well, a lot of people more comfortable on their own yeah. throne, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, there are people in my life who they'll go away like for a week or something and they won't poop till they get home. What? Yeah. Can't poop. Is that possible? Uh, they a say week. It yeah. I mean, I I I get like there's public washroom you avoid with at all costs, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, unless you're forced to, and then you're trying to find something as out of the way as possible. Uh, one of the greatest things I ever found was uh, at my parents' condo. In the lobby, there was a public washroom oh. that you didn't need a key for. Right. My parents' condo only had the one bathroom. <laughs> so I'd be excusing myself constantly. Go down and destroy that. Nobody knows. Is Craig smoking again? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, most of us... Admit to holding off on pooping around a date or a significant other. A date, I understand. It's, yeah. You know, early days. But when someone is now classified as your significant other, mm. they're in your poop range. Yeah. Although, I mean, if I can, uh, if if I can change floors. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, there's been many a day I've destroyed the basement. I will often <laughs> say to Maria, like on a Saturday or a Sunday. Are you doing something upstairs or are you doing laundry downstairs? <laughs> right. Then that Where will determine. you not be? <laughs> Avoid the laundry room for a few minutes. It's yeah. not going to smell downy fresh. <laughs> Put something back up down here. <laughs> we avoid dairy. We avoid spicy foods. Of course. Yes. So, well, certainly when you're on a date. When it comes to uh, our toilet paper, most say they fold the toilet paper into squares before wiping instead of just wadding it all up in a ball. Right. And most say they usually only use five to eight squares of toilet paper. That seems conservative. That's really low. Right. Well, you are an exception, though. Your description of your use is more like mummification. I have, and this is not a lie, I have started a fresh roll and finished it. Cleaning up. What? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. <laughs> you should be paying more sewer fees than the average person. Then. <laughs> Can they track that? I have gone to Dr. Downer and asked him, do I have like some sort of brown magic marker sticking out of my arse? What is going on with me? Super Bowl, did we enjoy it? I think it was a great game. I like the halftime show. I have no complaints. Okay. Um, yeah, I, the game was good. Lived up to the billing. It said it was going to be a close game. It certainly was. You didn't get the over by much, only half a point. But 
it did end up being over thanks to the touchdown in the end. Um, you know, there there was some drama to the game itself. Mm. Key injuries happened throughout it. Uh, a couple of it, it came down to not being able to make a, a mistake at the end. And you know, full credit to to Patrick Mahomes and the the Kansas City Chiefs when it when push came to shove and you had fourth down and. And in, in inches, and you had to get that first down in order to continue the game and have a chance to win. They did it. That and, Muppet knows how to play football, oh, and they, they ever, and they score a touchdown uh, to win it. Now the debate at the end of this comes down to the overtime mm. because the 49ers won the coin toss in overtime. They have a chance to either take the ball first or or kick it off. Yeah. Right. The overtime rules have changed a bit in the NFL throughout the years, and the overtime in this one meant that both teams would get a possession. So 49ers go down, they kick their field goal, and then Kansas City gets the ball back. It's not like, you know, the olden days where if you kick that field goal, you win. You're the first to score points in overtime. And so the thinking is that they should have kicked off instead because if you go second, you know what you have to do. Right. You know you either have to just get three points or you know you have to get the touchdown, but you know you're using all four downs in order to do it. So it came down to the 49ers in the red zone, a chance to score. They get to fourth down, and they decide, well, they have to put some points on the board, so they kick. They didn't have that option, really, to go for it on fourth down. They had to kick. They get the field goal, and they allow Kansas City to march back down. And what do we think of halftime? I thought Usher was fine. That was okay. I mean, it was a performance, and and that you know is what they're looking for. The 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 halftime show is yeah. is a performance. I'm I'm not a I don't really I'm not familiar with a lot of his music. I know yeah at the end, which I thought was the highlight of it, and probably should have just been the only song play that for 18 minutes. The roller skating was pretty crazy. Um, Costume changes were nuts. I just think he he put into it what you expect. It was a show, you know. Unlike the whole mirror stuff with Weekend, which I found completely boring. Mm, I just thought it was a performance. I mean, not sure it looked like a dance competition off mm. the start. To be honest, I thought it was a bit mellow to begin with, but. In the end, it it was entertaining, and that's all that really matters. I'm not, you know, people are going to complain about everything because mm-hmm. they just want what they want, and that's it. And I'm not sure what they even want anymore. They just want their favorite band to be up there. Yeah, um, probably. But I mean, it's just it, if you just want a band to get up and play 18 minutes or 15 minutes of music, I guess they can do that. Uh, Bud Light must be some upset. They, of course, the official sponsor of the game, and on social media scans. It wasn't the most popular Super Bowl beer anywhere. Actually, Michelob Ultra. You know, I tell you, ever since that guy standing behind Tiger at that golf tournament. Oh, right. Everyone's got a camera and he had an Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I swear Michelob Ultra uh, has become the number one beer of all sporting events it's since also then. people who are just a little more conscious or yep. trying to be aware of calories consumed or whatever it may be. It seems like a diet beer, and it still tastes good. Yep, Coors Light was uh, number two. Bud did uh, show up on lists, but Budweiser, not the uh, Bud Light. Right. So, anyway. You're watching the Canadian feed. You got a couple of the commercials late. You did, yes. Yeah, not off the bat, but then you know, a couple of the later ones. And for all the conspiracy nuts... No, Taylor didn't endorse Biden, and no, Travis didn't ask her to marry him. <laughs> no. They had a nice kiss at the end. Of course, now the conspiracy nuts will say, well, it's because the, the story leaked, so right. they couldn't. Oh. There you go, Super Bowl 58 in the books, done for another year. How are we this morning? It's Monday, heading into another week. 
Valentine's Day right around the corner, and we prepared for that. Super Bowl is over and done. We can stop talking about Taylor and Travis. Oh, that'll continue for a day or two, I think. But I think she, well, she's got to head out, I think. She's got touring back in Asia or Australia to do, and he's got a, a parade to celebrate. Well, good that she was able to make it all the way back from Asia. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't go up the highway <laughs> for the Grammys. <laughs> I had a very interesting situation yesterday, and I should have called you and had you talk me down. Okay. So, you know, I care less about sports. Uh-huh. And I don't gamble. Okay. But I was on the phone. Well, I wasn't. My wife was on the phone with her mother yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Late afternoon. Mm-hmm. And they're gabbing. And then, of course, uh, Maria hands me the phone to say hello. And in an off-the-cuff moment, because my mother-in-law loves to gamble. And is actually pretty good at it. Oh. She usually wins when we take her to the casino. Okay. So, in is an she off- a slot player or a... Yeah, slot. Yeah, tables? mostly slots. Okay. Yeah, mostly slots. But I just happened to say to her on a whim, hey, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? She said, well, who's a play? <laughs> I said, the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. I had to repeat it three or four times. She didn't understand me. Yes. Finally, she says, I think I like the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. I said, okay. So then I say to Maria, oh, no, actually, I said to my mother-in-law, I should go put down a bet on the 49ers, uh-huh. and if we win, I'll split it with you. Right. She goes, okay, you go do. You go do. Okay. So we finish the conversation, and uh, I hop on my phone. I I have I, I gambling might have might as well be Portuguese to me. Okay. I, I have no concept. Understood. So I'm on my phone trying to set myself up with one of these, like, fan duels or any of these things. A, a gambling app? Yeah, OLG something. Yes. I can't figure it out. <laughs> I'm putting in credit card information. Wow. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Whatever site there is. Here, take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, take it all. I just checked it now. So far, I'm okay. Yeah. So, uh... Maria says to me, she says, well, why don't you just go to, like, the convenience store and do it there? Right. I go, okay, I'll do that. So I hop in the car, and I go up to the uh, to the Shoppers Drug Mart near me. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing there again, staring at that uh, Pro-Line thing. I have no clue. Gotcha. There's just numbers and dash. I don't know how to do any of this. Right. And I'm like, why? Like, just go home. Go home. <laughs> go home. <laughs> But now it's in my head. I can't stop myself. Mm-hmm. So I, there's nobody around to help me. And I say, oh, forget it. And I leave. And as I uh, start to head home, I see a convenience store across the street. I go, this is where the gamblers are going to be. They gotcha. always go to a convenience store. Yes. Yeah, they're not going to be in Shoppers Drug Mart. No, they always go to the convenience store. So I go into this convenience store, and there's a guy ahead of me who's doing a lot of betting. Right. And I'm like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. (laughs) So I think. So anyhow, I say to this guy, hey, can you can you help me out? I've never bet, and I lied to him. I said I got some people at the house, and we've all decided to throw in some money and lay down a bet. Mm -hmm. I said, can you help me? I don't understand this pro line ticket. So then he shows me you got to look at the numbers and you scratch this or that. Okay, all right. Long story short. 
I end up picking uh, uh, San Francisco to win. Okay. And then he tells me to do the over. He says, for sure it's indoors. It's going to be over. Mm -hmm. I put $100 on San Francisco. <laughs> And fifty bucks on the over. So now I'm down a buck fifty. And then I get home and I go, oh, you know, I'm just gonna figure out, see if I can figure out this fan duel thing again. Mm -hmm. I now got a hundred dollars in fan duel, and I don't know how to get it back or right. what to do with it. Gotcha. So I might have to give you my password. <laughs> And I just want you to gamble my hundred bucks away, <laughs> or win me some money. I don't, I don't, or maybe I can reach out to them and just say, "Can I have my hundred dollars right. back?" You went through all of that effort to lose, to lose a hundred and fifty bucks. Holy cow! I'm gonna punch my mother-in-law in the face. <laughs> and as the guy's talking to me and explaining how it's indoors, and I'm, I'm nodding like a moron. Like what did they set the over at? Uh, over 46.5. Is that plus 46.5? Yeah. So I would have on a $50 bet so won 90 47 bucks. points. But it did, 25.22. Did it count the overtime? I don't know. Did I win something there? <laughs> don't throw that ticket out yet. Here. You, <laughs> here you, think, you figure it out for me. Yeah. Tell me if I won something. My goodness. What a moron. Like the money line, that nah, didn't pay out very much. That's no. for sure. And there was another guy standing there, and I said, "Oh, I'll put a hundred bucks on San Francisco," and he just kind of laughed at me, and I didn't understand why he was laughing at me. <laughs> but I realized, even if I had won, I wouldn't have even won. I mean, yeah. I would have won like ninety bucks. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it was about a buck seventy-six. You would have bet a hundred bucks to win seventy-six. Why do I? Why, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I get myself caught up in this stuff. Did you watch the game? Yes. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Watched it the halftime show? I thought Usher was great. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. I, I, it was a performance. I see a lot of people complaining about all the dancing and all this stuff. But people complain yeah. about everything now, so it I really it, doesn't matter. I mean, I don't know any of his music. I don't know him. Yeah. I realize that other than Yeah, which is yeah. basically Little John or Little Wayne or whatever little one it is that they <laughs> yeah. are up there screaming. I thought it was CeeLo Green that out there. Apparently, that was someone else. I uh, yeah, I thought all the costume changes were amazing. How quickly he was able to get on roller skates. That yeah. was pretty impressive. Yeah, well, and, and as we were watching, Adrian and I were saying, is this actually happening? <laughs> or is this like a CGI thing? That, I think, is he actually roller skating? I think he really was. <laughs> it looked like he was. That and was quite impressive. Taylor seemed very happy. Nice, healthy relationship. Anybody who's booing her, shut the hell up. Oh, She's a nice, nice lady who's got a great relationship. She's supporting her boyfriend. Shut the hell up. I know. I mean, they did show her a heck of a lot. We, sure. I think in our house we set we we play our own little bets inside the house. Oh yeah, I should have come to your place. And uh, and I think we set the over at uh, at a dozen times yeah. uh, over under. Would you see to Taylor? And we the I hammered the over and was right. <laughs> um, but I, it did occur to me that I don't think it was until about late in the fourth quarter that Brittany Mahomes was spotted at all. Oh, that's going to upset her. <laughs> Although she did get on the podium with the kids of course. at the end to get the trophy. Yeah. <laughs> There's like three players allowed up there, but you know, Brittany and the, and the kids. Well, she, cause she fought through everything. Yeah, silver and bronze, sterling and bronze. Yeah, yeah. we're up there. And so, you know, at least she got through that, you know, but... Uh, but I thought, man, she's, there's got to be some 
feathers ruffled there when, you know, Taylor and Ryan Reynolds' wife was getting, Blake Lively was getting more airtime right, than, right. than Brittany Mahomes. But nevertheless, in the end, yeah, a great game. I mean, it wasn't a high-scoring one. No. Uh, but it was certainly a defensive battle. And then this decision, and uh, Tony Romo is so good in the color commentary spot because he could just lay it out exactly w- why you don't go first in overtime. Like, you don't want the ball first. Okay. And the reason being is because when you get down to the near the end zone and it's fourth down, because you've gone first, you've got to put points on the board. So you've got to, you've got to kick it. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what's going to happen the other way, but basically the guy coming second gets four downs every time because they know they've got to go for it. So where you have three downs going first because you've got to take the chance and be a little more conservative, They've got four coming back. They used it a couple of times, and they end up winning the game. Much like I, my gambling, I don't understand I anything don't. you said there. <laughs> but let's go back to, you said silver and bronze? Uh, Sterling and bronze is the name of his kids. Oh, he, he, oh, he, really, oh. <gasps> you didn't know that? I didn't know that. I heard you say it, and then I went, what? I, I know, it's ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> oh, I got a headache. Now, I, I went, as soon as it was over, I went to bed, so I didn't see the trophy presentation. Did Taylor end up on the... Not on the podium, but no. she did come down, and all oh, the cameras were following, and they had oh. their, their moment of, you know, just kisses and hugs, and nice. that was about it. All right, good for them. Yeah. I, I hold no ill will. Yeah, but listen, they, look like, they look like two kids in love. Yeah. Good. And, there's nothing wrong with it. And, and if you're a hater, then you've got, you need a doctor. Lucky just doing the math for me. Oh, hey, I, I think you might be all right. Oh, yeah? Uh, well, so, kind of all right. Let me see here. I'm still coming out on the uh, the downside. Hey! I got a winner! <laughs> well, you've lost less. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I, obviously, I didn't win on picking the 49ers, but no, on the over-under. No, but the the over got there. With the overtime, wow. with the overtime touchdown, it puts it to 25-22. That's 47 total points, so just just over the 46 and a half. And what did I win? How much? So you cut your losses. That was 90 bucks. 90 so you bucks. spent 150, you walk out with 90, you're oh. down 60 bones. Oh. A little easier. <laughs> now I just got to figure out what to do with that fan duel, 100 bucks. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? Here's what we're going to do. I'll save it till the Stanley Cup playoffs. Okay. And then I'm going to have you tell me who to bet on. Oh, Lord. And uh, just like my mother-in-law, <laughs> I'll give you half. Valentine's is on Wednesday, and you know if you're in full panic, I gotta do something great. I gotta do something really nice. Get him or her a lovely gift. <clears throat> you really don't have to. And across all generations, we are pretty traditional in our uh, in our Valentine's routines. Um, the perfect Valentine starts off with flowers or a gift. One of you should be picking the other person up. Don't make them meet you somewhere. Mm. After that, it's dinner and a movie. And the night should end with some form of togetherness. Okay. Uh, most uh, just want alone time with their date. And uh, if you're going to stay in for Valentine's, which actually most say they will stay home, um, they just plan to watch a show or movie together, cook a nice meal together, and become intimate at some point. So pretty straightforward. Effort and time, I guess, right? Staying focused on your uh, significant other. Right. right. That's right. Instead of, you know, you both staring at your phones or someone's doing laundry and somebody else is uh, taking the kids to hockey or something, they're supposed to spend the time 
take a, a moment to watch a movie together and have some dinner and hold each other's hand, and everybody should be happy Right at the end of the day. That's all. A little effort. A little effort, a little bit of time. <laughs> I'm Some attention. more than others. Yeah. No, no listen. You do what you got to do. I have no plans. We haven't. Uh, I think we both kind of just saw it, forget it this year, but I think the guilt will overtake me, and by Wednesday I'll be right. scurrying around. It also is, a, is a, a day, I guess, or a point to prove that you know something about your significant other or mm-hmm. the person you're in a relationship with. Because you have to know whether or not they're the type of person who just wants... Um, you know, something done for them nicely mm-hmm. or a little bit of time and effort put in, or if they're ones that want the full pomp and circumstance, like they want the flowers delivered to the office so that they can show it off to everybody, they, that they want the romantic post yeah. or and pictures posted to social media. It, it depends on the person, right? Some people are into that and want the attention. Some just don't. The other thing, too, is, as you said, know the person you're with. And so if you're going to, say, cook them a meal, uh, watch a movie with them, pick a food they like and a movie they like. Mm. You know, there's no point in putting on Scarface and cooking her a steak. Right. <laughs> If she doesn't want a big hunk of red meat, and she's seen Scarface 10,000 times, uh-huh. you know, you, you got to go to the Hallmark Channel, perhaps, and make her a, a meal or make him a meal that you know he really enjoys. So my idea of chicken wings and the fugitive. <laughs> out, out the window. For Wild Fork in Whitby, it's the godfather of the grill. It's Ted Reader. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Morning, Teddy. How are you? I'm surviving. I'm doing all right. Yeah. Can't yeah. complain. You know, it's the it's Valentine's Day week. Oh right. right. Yes. Yeah. I was just thinking post Super Bowl, maybe we should do a salad. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, speaking of yeah, trying to eat a little healthier, I did see uh, you had a mahi mahi taco that, on Instagram that looked just amazing. Um, ah yes, that mahi mahi taco. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looked lovely. But uh, we could we could talk about that at any time. You are correct. It is Valentine's, so we want to do some sexy cooking, perhaps mm. for our the love of our lives. It's uh, on Wednesday, right? That's the fourteenth, right? So, uh, Teddy, if you were grilling uh, grilling up something sexy for the divorce lawyer who cooks breakfast, what would you make your bride for Valentine's? Oh, God, there's nothing I could make her that make her happy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, why don't you give it's us a, some it's a sh- It's a shot in the dark every day. Give us you some know, tips, I, I, so that when we uh, cook something for our lovely uh, other halves on Wednesday, they're not calling your wife on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know what? I'd be heading over to Wild Fork mm. because there is so many great products in that store that you could make a Valentine's Day meal that'll just blow your wife's mind. Mm. So one is uh, they've got these beautiful scallops on the half shell, these Hokito mm. scallops. Great way to start the whole evening off, a little of that. Um, quick and easy, cook them up, follow the instructions on the package. It's nice and simple. Uh, then I would head over to the game section, and they've got these tomahawk chops of bison. Oh, buffalo. I've oh, never yeah. tried this. I have never, ever tried <clears throat> the bison. 
oh, the bison's a pretty good thing. Mm. And uh, this tomahawk chop, it's nice. It's, it's a beautiful one chop. It'll uh, serve up two people beautifully. And I would take, uh, I'd make a little compound butter of date puree. So you take some dried dates, put them in the food processor, throw in a little bit of butter, two parts butter, one part date, whip it up, add a splash of cognac to that, mix it all together, and then a little bit of my bone dust steak spice on that, uh, on that bison chop. Cook the chop to a nice rare to medium rare. All right, in that way, you don't want to go over. Bison's quite lean, so keep it to that medium rare. You're going to have a beautiful, beautiful piece of meat. And then when it comes off the grill, put a dollop of that uh, date butter on it, and you're rocking and rolling. Can we just go back to the scallops for a second? Did you say scallops in the half shell? Is that what you said? Yeah. So yeah. I, I thought scallops just came as the, the, the U15s or, or whatever the size was, that they were just the white kind of size of a golf ball. Yes, you, you can get those there, too. Okay. But these are a, these are a, a, a pink scallop, oh, okay. and they're quite small and really sweet and really tender. Yeah, okay. it's pretty awesome. Man. Well, I mean, the scallops awesome. grow in the shell, right? They do. They yeah. do grow in the shell, not outside the shell, but in the shell. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Who knew? I just always find them frozen. <laughs> they're, they're not swimming around in the bottom of the ocean like that. You just scoop them up. No, they're naked. The scallops are naked. And you got to take the shell off them, then you get the naked scallop on the inside. Right? Like you know, I've never seen like a scallop shell sink. It's a lot of work. It seems like. I thought they were all just looking like golf balls in the bottom of the ocean. All right. So, so we're doing the bison. We're doing the scallops on the half shell, uh, and then we probably have to wrap it up with some kind of uh, sexy dessert, some sort of maybe... Uh... And and in their freezer section, they've got some pretty amazing uh, desserts. They have mm-hmm. this chocolate ganache, and you just thaw it, and then you peel the lid, and you take a spoon, and it's like sex in a jar. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> it's rich and creamy, and, and by the time you've done that third course, uh, you should be taking a nap. Yeah, probably. You know, I would suggest this on Valentine's, or, or any date night, Ted, and I think, I think the three of us can agree on this. I think that we uh, have uh, made a mistake in the world of dating, because what we do is... We go out for this nice meal. We have this ambiance where we cook at home, and it's all very romantic and nice. But then you're right. You need a nap. Yeah. So then now you're just bloaty and gassy, and nobody wants to be getting a leg over. I suggest you get the leg over pre-meal, like, <laughs> like a 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock leg over. And then you knock your nasties, and then you cook your meal. All right. the, all, all the um, excitement of, is it going to happen or not happen, you've, you've gotten that aside. Mm. Can we agree that yeah. this would be a good idea? little afternoon delight is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's lots of dudes out there that are going to take love advice from Greg Penn, <laughs> Mike Luck, and Ted Reader here. Let's get the 4 o'clock leg over and uh, then rock and roll yeah. that. Yeah, she's bound to happen. We're losing day. listeners as we speak. Yeah, these three morons talking love life. <laughs> the four o'clock leg over sounds like a train. Yeah. 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 It's the four o'clock leg over. Yeah. We just hope we can get through the day without getting yelled at. I'm just suggesting. I'm just saying. You know, you, we get a little bloaty and gassy yeah. after a big we'll meal. We'll see how that works out for you. <laughs> Never call me at four in the afternoon. That's when I'm making my best love. <laughs> All right. 
Kenny, if people want to talk to you about Valentine's, lovemaking, or anything on the grill, looking for Ted Reader lovemaking advice, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just banging around in the dark trying to do my best. <laughs> That's it. Just yeah. just check me out at Ted Grills, and they all will be tasty. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.